three, two, one. That's quite good. That is tasty. Welcome to the Monday. Monday. I'm so out of it. Literally, I just had a sip of beer. Welcome to the Wednesday, more comic book focused edition of the Dennis and Andy show. Not sponsored by Louder with Crowder, but maybe one day we do have his mugs after all. You might be saying, what are in those mugs? Well, we, we, we made a promise a while back, a number of episodes ago. Unlike Lotter with Crowder, where he's sipping his coffee, we're drinking a little Chenu Brew. Here, I'll get it right up close on the camera for you. Chenu Brew, brought to you by the Chenu. What's the Chenu? That would be Graham Nolan's uh, first Indiegogo campaign, a book that he wrote. And uh, well, created and wrote and penciled and inked, and it's the Chenu. It's a story of a creature that comes out during a, a blizzard in Buffalo, New York. So that is what this is brought to you by. Uh, Graham had this brewed up at a local brewery in Buffalo, and I was able to get it down to us here in Charlotte, North Carolina, through a relative who drove it down while him and his family were uh, stopping through on the way to uh, their vacation a couple weeks back. And we've just been waiting to try it. We've been gone, but we had we had grandma on a while back on our show and we were talking about the Chenu Brew and we said we would find a way to get it. And if we did, we would try it on the show and voila. So this is an Imperial Stout. Yeah, you talk about the beer. I got I got to pull up some files. Yeah. So this was the one, and we were talking because everybody knows I like uh, dark, you know, Guinnesses, stouts, uh, you know, milk stouts, oatmeal stouts, um, dark IPAs, some dark ambers. Um, and he said that this was one that they had done. It's actually a 9% uh, ABV. Um, yeah. And so uh, thank you, Andy's relatives, for, for bringing this. And um, we decided instead of our happy hour Friday, we would do it uh, when we got together so we could try it uh, on air. And I'm going to say I like it as much as I like the story because we did a review of his comic book. And I really enjoyed the comic book. And you can go back and, and look us up on YouTube and see the review for that. But um it's, I'm liking this. It's good. Uh, I will admit I'm kind of a wuss. I like my uh, – uh, oh, look at this, Dogecoin. I came two minutes before the stream. Well, thank you wow, for joining for showing us. up early. Um, I'm not a big dark beer guy. Like, I don't drink Guinness. And I know, oh, that's sacrilege. How can you not drink Guinness? Uh, this is a darker beer. It's like 9.5%. It's 9%. But 9%. But but he even comes with now there's actually two different cans. So in one of our future episodes, we'll 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 have to um maybe I'll do it for one of our Friday happy hours. 
But, you know, that's Graham's artwork uh, right from the comic book. And so he's got a, a different can style. So this is one of them. You'll have to watch our future ones to That's see. That's right. It. It's a collectible can, which I'll be keeping. Dennis has his own, and I've got I've got. So we got two four packs, one of each uh, each style can. So um, I've got a four pack. Dennis got a four pack, and then we got the four pack with this can. So Dennis has two of them, and I have two of them. Yep, and so. and I like to keep some of the collector cans and stuff like that, like my Iron Maiden can and things like that. Some from Game of Thrones. I've got oh, my have, Game of Thrones I have, bottles. I have Valiant beer from back in the day. Oh, do you really? Unopened. Oh my! So now, how, oh, it, it, how it won't be. Years? It's been. It's been here. Oh, I'll get it and show you. Oh my! Did not know about this, and I have never had a Valiant beer. Neither have I. So I've got uh, ones from Game of Thrones, um, some of the Diablo beer, things like that. So this is news to me. So I've got Armstrong Ale right there from Valiant. This is like 27 years old. Yeah. So this is the original Valiant stuff yeah. with dust on it because it's on my shelf. And I've got, Dennis would like this, Dark Brew. Oh, my. See? But you wouldn't like it anymore because it's traveled. From Syracuse when I first got it. Oh, that's wow. where I was living, down to here. Everywhere. I mean, look at the dust on these things. Now, this has got to taste like garbage. It, it, it has to by now. But it still intrigues me just because I've never seen them before. That yep. is really cool. Yep. So that's what that's what we got going on. Um, there's nothing in the folder, unfortunately. Uh, we have, be Behind cool. the scenes, we have a folder that we keep some images. It's no big deal. Uh, something else we want to talk about. Uh, before we get into it, I, uh, well, actually, last week you're going, well, what the heck? You guys didn't even do one last week. I know, because somebody decided to take a vacation. A fucking I vacation. This is vacation bullshit. Does anybody know? Oh, not like, okay, I admit, my family and I, we left Wednesday uh, afternoon last week and came back Friday for a mini vacation. This schlub blows out on a Friday and comes back the following uh, late at night, Saturday, down to freaking Orlando, the Keys, uh, Cape Canaveral. I mean, must be nice. So so the rest of it is we had to do Universal. My wife's a huge Harry Potter fan, hence why the shirt, loyal, yes. She talked me into getting my own wand and everything like that, but couldn't go through Ollivander's. It was just hours wait, even being there at 7 o'clock in the morning. But I did get my birthday wand, which is an elder wand, and I wound up being, don't know how it happened, I'm a Hufflepuff. So I'm the most irrelevant uh, in, in, in the entire school. But this is my Hufflepuff shirt that I got down there, so fantastic we had a vacation Andy had to roll solo I had to pick up a solo day when he had family so it all works out. it all works out your coin was in Orlando a couple weeks ago oh sweet nice. yep we did uh, we did went down to uh, the keys oh, I did Kennedy goodness. Space Center that he's a Hufflepuff too. Ah, see now my wife is Slytherin which, if you know my wife, I say that's not fitting. It is just the name, and I'm not a Harry Potter guy. I've seen none of the movies, read none of the books. I have gone to the theme park in Orlando that Dennis and his wife went to last week. We went there a couple years ago. 
But I know nothing about it, but just that name. What is it? Slytherin. Slytherin. Slytherin knowing his wife seems fitting. It's funny. Most everybody who knows me said he's Gryffindor. He's Gryffindor. He's Gryffindor. I'm in, in D and D I'm always the paladin kind of thing. Um, so it was a real shock to all of us when it came up Hufflepuff. So there weren't, there aren't many of us what down do you there. It comes up Hufflepuff. How does so you, you, you how take do you a get quiz. Designate? You, you, there, you, there's a quiz that you go on there and it'll tell you what wand you are. It'll tell you, you know, um, you know, what your, what your animal Patronus is. It'll tell you what, uh, um, in, in what class you're in. And I took it and everyone's like, Oh, he's, he's Gryffindor. He's Gryffindor. And when I finished it, it went through all the magic and it came up and it goes Hufflepuff. I went, really? Everybody was like you. And I'm like, right. Must be the loyalty part. Now wait here. Hold on. Is this something I can Google and find online? Yes. You got to send me a link and I'll take it. Okay. So we 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 will do this. Now I'm curious. Now, now I'm so curious of what I would be. Is there like something called a awesomeness? Because that would you know be fitting. No. No. Awesome you could be Ravenclaw or Hufflepuff or you'd be Slytherin or Gryffindor. Those are I'll, the four. I'll take Ravenclaw. You, you get what they tell you. It's like going through the sorting hat. So my wife made me watch all eight movies before we went on vacation. So I kind of power watched them. You know, they're, they're good movies. I, I'm not going to sit down and read all the books like, like she did. She knows it all. She plays all the game. But we did go get a wand. And maybe in one of the future ones, I'll show it. I didn't have the two hours that I was going to wait in line for it. But they have birthday wands, which I was unaware of. So, yeah, so how did you get that without waiting in line? So you can go buy any wand that you want from a regular shop. But oh. Ollivander's itself, you you can go through the experience like they do in the movies and how oh. the wand chooses you. Oh. All right? So needless to say, um, they, they mentioned, I said, well, don't they have any special wands? And they actually did say that if you go to a particular shop and let them know you're looking for a birthday, they can match your birthday up with a specific wand, and there's more wand choices. So we went there. I got an elder wand. Now, my wife was upset because she just has a plan. It's a, it's a very powerful. It's not the elder wand. It's an elder wand. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Dogecoin. It's Pottermore. Okay. Yes. I'll definitely uh, check it out. Um so that's what he did. Climb back. He's back. Saw Gators. Saw space. Uh, the, the Atlantis oh, space shuttle. Did you go to Gatorland? Well, we went to a Gator place, which in the Everglades, oh. and oh. I was like, you know, water boy, you know, and Mama took me on the on the big trip with the well, fan boat. Well, no, because when we lived down there, there's a place between Tampa and Orlando, off of I-4, I believe, called Gatorland, and that's where we went. And oh. at the same time, it looked just the same. You see them feed the gators the chickens, and you can pet a gator. Yeah. You know, they'll bring them, obviously, it's like this long, and they still put the duct tape around the mouth. Yeah. So you can pet it and stuff. Yeah, we, we didn't do that. We just went on the fan boat ride and saw it. We saw actual manatees, and, and out in and the boat landing, there was an actual crocodile, not an alligator, but a crocodile. Waiting for you know protecting his nest and stuff. So we saw that at in the middle of the park, not even in you know like like the, one of the Gatorlands. So we we did a lot. We went through. Uh, we did the keys. So you know we went over. And if you've all seen True Lies, 
you know, the big bridge that Arnold Schwarzenegger, you know, gets blown up. That was one of the bridges. We made it over the seven mile bridge, which was really cool, then waited. So, and then Universal. So we had our three days. We did lots of butterbeer. Um, that was actually amazing butterbeer. I've had the alcoholic versions locally here, but down in Harry so Potter, I, it's not so, alcoholic. Oh, so what you were drinking down there was not alcoholic. Correct. Why didn't put the word beer in it then? It's, it's, it's because it's from Harry Potter. I, I, I've never had butterbeer, something else it seems like I'll have to try. Um, so this whole time, and I, I see no welcome back gift for me. Really? Really? I could have swore I brought, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Oh, oh, yeah. yeah there it is. I did. I love it. So at Universal, they also have a whole bunch of, uh, they've got, you know, Dr. Seuss. They've got the Marvel stuff. So I went doing some shopping in the Marvel and went around. It was really cool. Look at this. Captain America playing cards and they're round like his shield. They How were cool. cool is that? Well, thank you very much. I appreciate it. Yep. Now That's we can play. Cool. Now we can play some poker and stuff with round shield cards, or I can be like Gambit and just charge them up and start throwing them because they'll fly them. really well. They'll fly better than square oh, ones. True. Yeah. So um, on Sunday, this was kind of weird because usually go to the show. There was a one day show here in North Carolina, uh, Charlotte Comic Con. The guys that do it do it three times a year: spring, fall, and winter. So this is the spring one. So, you know, my daughter and I went to it and uh, it, it's always fun, um, you know, seeing, seeing, you know, local, other local artists and stuff. A good friend of mine, Bud Root, sitting next to him, uh, shooting the shit because I don't see Bud that often, even though we live like 25 minutes away from each other. Anyhow, but I'm still a geek and I like to do shopping. So I figured I'd share a few things I bought. The coolest thing I got to show, if you guys remember... Now hold this closer. Superpowers. It was the toys from the 80s uh, made by Mattel, right? Was it Mattel? Oh, I was thinking it wasn't Mattel, but it could have been. I want to see because I know Kenner. It's, uh, oh, Kenner. They, they were Kenner. That's that right. Was, um, Kenner. That was after the, the, the Star Wars. Kenner's DC Superpowers, little six-inch figures. You know, for the time they came out in the 80s, they looked really cool. They don't look cool anymore. I don't think compared but they, to but toys. They, they were back but then. back then they were really cool. And each one came with a comic book, a mini comic this size. So I saw this book sitting next to me at the at the dealer's table, and he had a stack of them. I, I assumed it was just the book. You can see how thick it is. I assumed it was just the book of like photographs of the action figures and stats and whatever. But no, he took all the individual, well, there's 24 comics total. He took the first 12 mini comics and had them printed up. He scanned them high res, took them to a printer and had them printed up square bound in this nice little book that is the size of the comics when they actually came out and was selling them for like, I think 12 bucks. So I don't know how many pages this is. It doesn't say, but there's, 12, com 20, 12 comics in here. Each comic is probably 20 pages. So two times 12. So this book's like around a 200 pages at least. And it has, he did a table of contents. 
So I can read through Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, The Flash, Brainiac, Penguin, Joker, Aquaman, Robin, Lex Luthor, Green Lantern, Hawkman. All their mini comics. He shows the covers for each one. And, you know, obviously I can't go through every page. But, I mean, look at that. And these are the size they came out. So I used to have a few of the action figures back in the day because I was a kid when they came out. I don't have many more. I definitely don't have any of the comics from the couple action figures. So for 12 bucks, this is awesome. It collects all of them. So now uh, it's Trident Studios. He's on Facebook, so you can look him up there. And, uh, you know, check it out. He sells them online. This is awesome. And I don't have one, so I actually may look it up. And you know what? If I can find them online, I'll go back and post it in our in our link in the comments because I may turn around and order those because those are, are really cool because I think the originals came out in, like, 83. Yeah. So, I mean, they're almost, let's see, 93, 03, 13, almost 40 years old. It's good, 38 years old now. Wow. I wow. I had to use your fingers for that. I, I did. I'm, I'm, it must be the chenou. It's got to be <laughs> slowing you down. You're a math whiz. I know. Um, the other things I picked up I'll show real quick is, so I usually collect books that are cover dated November that came out in 1969. Now, it says November. The book didn't actually come out in November. It came out in September of 69. But I was born in November of 69, so I collect books that had the cover date November came out in 1969. Well, guess what? I've got all the Marvel and DC ones, and I even have some of the Archies and smaller publishers as well. So now I'm moving on to books that actually came out in November 1969, and those are all cover dated January, but they actually shipped the month I was born. So I picked up this Superman. I believe it came out uh, mid-week, mid-month, November 69. I picked up this Batman or Detective Comics that came out around November 18th or so. I picked up Amazing Spider-Man 81. And last but not least, Fantastic Four 95. All these books came out the month I was born, the year I was born. And you got some in month. nice shape. They looked in oh, yeah. really nice shape. I got to look through them earlier. I paid, except for the Superman. Superman is only four bucks, so it's in garbage shape. But the other ones are in really nice shape. So, so yeah. So yeah. that's uh, that was my weekend. And um, Dogecoin, he's asking. Yeah, let's see. Let's he, pop it up. He popped up a question. Have you guys seen the Batman comics coming out on the twentieth called Zero Point? Zero point. I, I know it's coming out. I know it has to do with uh, Fortnite. I think oh, it's, it's, yeah, it's the Fortnite. alternate reality. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I want to say Christos Gage is writing the stuff, who I've worked with on Stormwatch, if it is him that's writing it. And then Riley Brown is drawing the stuff. Yep. Yeah, Christos right. Gage yep. is writing it, and Riley Brown an artist, uh, I don't, I've never met him, but I have worked with Christos before. We did some Stormwatch together. Um, so, so yeah, I saw that. I'll have to check him out just because it seems like a neat cross. I only pick up Batman once in a while, but this is one of those. So I do kind of like when they, when they do these like little mini series and stuff, I'm, I'm probably going to check it out. I may pick it up, do one of our YouTube quick flips on it. 
and then see what kind of response I get. And then if we get responses like we do, then I'll do a, a full video. Um, you know, as what, what's what we've been doing for some of these good books that have potential. We've been doing quick flips, which are YouTube shorts. And um, they're under a minute. You can kind of see it and see if you can gauge it. And then I usually ask to leave comments or you can contact us through, you know, Facebook or email or whatever. And people have been. And so then we can do a full review like we just did Cult of Dracula. I did a full flip on that after getting a bunch of requests and stuff for that. And then the creators just reached out to us and um, they said they would love to join our show one of these days. So I did reach out uh, to chat with them. Oh, I forgot to show the toys I got. I don't generally buy lots of toys, even though I have a good amount. That's probably why. I got myself an Aquaman action figure. I like the sculpt on this guy. I like buying them loose because then all that extra garbage they come with, I don't need to worry about losing, and they're cheaper when they're loose. I got myself a Green Lantern to go on my Green Lantern shelf. I, I got about 20 Green Lantern action figures. And I got myself a little, uh, another Superman to add to my Superman shelf. So 25 bucks for those three figures. I kind of got the itch. A buddy of mine, Patrick Parnell, who uh, we had on a couple weeks ago interview, uh, Patrick Thomas Parnell. Uh, we uh, He's a big toy guy, and he was actually at a toy show in Tampa on Saturday live streaming, and he kind of got me the itch. Um, is that our folder of books? Yeah. So why don't you get on StreamYard here, and we can just show them that way. So, you know, we always do our, what did the boys get? What did the boys get? As in, what comics did we get today? Because uh, it is new funny book day. And we are going to show you uh, in a second. Mm. Yeah, what happens once in a while, it gets totally Fear. full, which I think is is, is Yeah, our is. dumb Dropbox fills up, and then I can't share stuff, and whatever. So here we go. Uh, let's see. Yeah, there you go. Might you share it? Yep. No, you didn't. Oh, it said share. Yeah, but you didn't click OK. Damn, Dennis, come on. Share. Oh, let's go ahead and actually click it. Yeah, and then once it comes up here, I got it. Oh, wait, stop it. I'll take care of the controls. You just pull up the proper screen. That's what I'm doing. There we go. Oh, wait. Let's get our game mugs back. There we go. So, Dennis picked up Thor this week. You can go through them since you have the controls. Yeah. So, Thor, um, uh, I did uh, pick up and finally read Beta Ray Bill. So, we were kind of up and running on that. Um, I probably will do a review in the very near future on Beta Ray Bill. But a lot of it has to do with what's been going on. It has been going on in Thor because everybody knows Thor kind of destroyed Stormbreaker and stuff. Uh, Wolverine, you know, it's just, you know, Omega Red's back. So, you know, it, it's, it has been pretty solid. Guardians of the Galaxy, they're, they're locking this one down, issue 175, as a milestone. I don't know. For me, 175 is not a milestone. Wait, wait till it hits 200. Yeah. Then I'll be a little more excited. Well, but still, let's be honest. That bullshit legacy numbering. For the I, way they do I it. understand, but I, 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 can, I don't like all the restarts in the first place, but I can get behind legacy numbering with books like X-Men, Avengers, books that have had those long runs, Fantastic Four. 
I can't get behind this legacy numbering garbage with books like Guardians of the Galaxy yep. and Venom, where they're literally taking every freaking appearance they've had and going, well, that counts. Because Guardians of the Galaxy, there's not 175 issues. No. They were in other titles. Yeah. That they're rolling into this. And and yeah, it's it's Marvel's way of trying to be relevant. And you know, I just call it number 13. And nobody's gonna look at this book and go, wait a second, it's not number 13. What's the real legacy? But they can do that with Avengers because Avengers is a book that has been out and has up into the 600s. Yeah, you know? exactly. You know, and, and all I, I we, we've gone through this before. It's just it's their way of trying to be relevant and make want people wanting to buy, you know, well, they'll buy more copies if it's a milestone. You know, I've been picking it up, so I'll get it. The story's not been bad. Um uh but well we'll see. We'll see. Children of the Atom, uh, we did a review on this when we were all together last. I absolutely despise this title. Um, <laughs> and I even busted his balls. I'm like, did you get number two? Well, it was after in, how you hated number one? It was in my pull list. And I, because of that, I'm not going to just go put it back on the shelf because it was ordered for me because I never took it off. So I will never screw my local comic book shop uh, over for it. But the question is, I am going to read this one. And if it is as big of a piece of trash is what the first one was. The question is, will I continue to pick it up and not read it and just stick it in my box, or will this be the first X title that I just give up on and not collect it? Dude, you and know not what would be completist? cool? Here's what would be cool if you don't buy it anymore. What? You've got the digital copies. We could do a YouTube video sacrificing the two issues to the fire gods with your fire pit. Oh, God, that, that just makes my stomach sick burning a comic book. Yeah, I know, oh. but dude, you've got the digital versions. Just think, we could do. do it live. I do. And we could sacrifice. And even to help out, I will find a couple books in my collection that I just think are hot garbage that I've always kept to burn as well. Oh, my. All I'm, right. I'm up in the ante. Well, well, we're, we're going to see how this is. I, I just don't see it getting any better. But needless we to say, the book burners. I spent my the book burners. <laughs> Instead of the flagrant, we're, we're going to be the book burning bros. So I spent my three ninety nine plus tax on it, and I anyway enough said about this. Don't want to waste time on garbage. Um, did you get Carmen number two? I did not. That is one I forgot. I I totally blanked on it. So because I got one and I liked one. Yeah. So and, I forgot. You to were get the to, one that was you trying pick to it up? No, but I, I figured seen, you picked it up, so I put I it forgot. in there. I know I got a it's so I forgot to get Carmen number two. Um, I got number one. I like uh, Willem March's work and it's intriguing. So I do still need to get number two. Um, I am going to get it. And then just to jump ahead, because I know we don't have an image for it, the only other book I did get this week, which obviously I picked up and I'll hopefully read tonight is the new Batman Dark Detective, I think is the full title. Yeah by uh, Tom Taylor and Andy Kubert. Look, I'm an Andy Kubert fan. I buy books because of the art and, you know, character stuff as well. But generally, if I like the art, I buy the book. So I bought that. Um, I like Batman. So if it's a good mystery, it's six issues. I'm hoping it is. So, yeah. Uh, Maniac of New York, number three. 
like the first two, we reviewed the uh, the first one. Um, you know, this has been a real surprise, um, enjoyable hit. Um, He's a maniac, maniac at your door. He's dancing like you never oh, danced before. Look, I didn't know we could get negative viewers. Look at that. I know. We just lost some because of my singing. I know. I know. Chariot. Now, Chariot, we I really enjoyed this. Was a was a fun like '80s throwback, and uh, very excited that uh, number two came out. So um, I may wind up doing a read on that. So that's it for the new. I had obviously a couple weeks of comics, so I actually got a big stack. But that's what I picked up from this week. Nice. Yes. So nice. Andy did his show and um, what he went and bought. But what are we doing this next week? We're going to South Carolina Comic-Con, or as known in the area, SC Comic-Con for South Carolina. Um, in Greenville, South Carolina, it's a two-day show put on by Rob Young and his wife, Michelle, who own Borderlands Comics and Games in Greenville, South Carolina. It's a yearly event. Obviously, last year it didn't happen. This year it is happening. And uh, it's Saturday and Sunday. We'll be driving down Friday. Uh, I've been doing the show for years as a guest. They're a fantastic host. It's always a good show. It's a great show. It's a, it's a comic-centric show, so that means it's basically all comics, not a lot of, you know, actors and stuff like that. And on the flip um, he side. He has a few, but it's not overrun. But also on the good side is uh -huh. the mask uh, thing has been kind of uh, lifted. So SC... South Carolina is a lot more open, and um, yeah, I think this is going to be a potentially really big show. I think yeah. a lot of us are anxious to get back out to doing some of the shows, so I am looking forward for the road trek down to uh, down to South Carolina. Yeah. So it'll be Andy and I, and we're hoping hoping Bud Root's going to drive down with us. I I'm working on him. Come I'm on, Bud. On Just join us. Bud's got to do the drive. I'm, I'm like Bud. Jump in the car. It'll be the three of us. He did ask me on Sunday, he goes, does Dennis sing? Because Bud and I would usually belt out some tunes when we drive. And I said, hell yeah, Dennis sings in the car. I sing louder than both of you if it's a good tune. I don't know about that. You haven't heard us both. But anyhow, so hopefully Bud Root's going to be joining us for the car ride. I hope so. If not, he'll still be at the show, so we'll be able to grab dinners and breakfast. But anyhow, so yeah, we're going down to South Carolina Comic Con, maybe stream live from there. Um, and uh, that's that. Now it's on to... Uh, Falcon and Winter, so the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, two episodes to talk about. Because we've been lack and gone, that you know we, we didn't right. get into chime in on on two weeks ago. So we're, we're going to kind of wrap them both together. We'll buzz through the the first of the two because it's not top of mind. And let's be honest, the big the big event that happened. And look, if you haven't seen it, we're spoiling stuff. It's it's uh, far enough along. Yeah, where it's if you haven't out. seen it yeah. by now, you know it'll be okay. Um, the big thing was this past, past show or the last five minutes of it, but the week before that, you know, the, uh, Zemo got broken out of jail. They went to Madripoor, caught up with Sharon Carter. I know. So love Sharon. Um, and she looks like a badass cause she's on the oh, run. Yeah, she's on the run. And she basically, well, she basically, Sam cuts a deal. I don't know if he has the power to do this, but he basically cut a deal with her saying, look, help us out. I'll get you basically pardoned so you can come back to the States. Yep. You know, 
we'll see how that goes. Hopefully they'll wrap that up. I mean, the, the crappy thing is it's such a good show. There's only two episodes left. Um, but I did hear this week, episode five is an hour, full-blown Oh, minutes. really? Yeah. So we'll see if it's true. That's, you know, I read online somewhere, and, you know, who knows what you can believe. I just want to know if we're going to see Patch while, while we're there. No. I doubt it. I doubt it, too. But, boy, would that not be cool? Well, there is Just to, to see be... the hair, and he turns around in the Patch sitting at the bar or something like that. But there is, that suppo- cool. there is supposed to be a big cameo this, this week. Oh, a new big cameo? Well, yeah. What was the other cam- big cameo? It would be a non-new big cameo. That's what I'm saying. Is it? Is it somebody brand new? Yeah. It, oh, yeah, yeah. No, there's I, I supposed to be anything about it. In this episode, there's supposed to be a pretty, from what I heard, a pretty big cameo. But we also heard that about uh, Wandavision, and it was kind of let down. Yeah. So it was still know, a decent show, but I, it was a. Lot. I don't want to get my hopes up. And then I read something online where they asked. Uh, uh, the actor that plays um, Johnny Walker, that's his name, right? John Walker. Well, yeah, Wy- Wyatt Russell. Why, yeah, they asked Wyatt Russell if he ever met Chris Evans. And he laid down some very vague answer that would lead you to believe that maybe Chris Evans is this big cameo. Oh. Which it would be awesome if like, he showed up as old Steve. That and would he, be he wants to just take his shield back and he goes, here. Give it to Sam or give it to Bucky instead and keep and it. And then Walker punches the old man out. Yeah, no, that would be so cool. <laughs> Elder abuse. Anyhow, talking about the show. So, so the two weeks ago episode, they're a Madripoor. They basically end up tracking down the guy, the doctor, the scientist that created the new super soldier serum. Which this does crack me up that this dude's lab is in these shipping containers <laughs> yes. that have been carved out. Like we've all seen the at, at we've seen them at rail yards. We've seen them at docks. Hell, driving down to South Carolina, here in North Carolina, there's an area that you can see off the highway that has a crap ton of the shipping containers stacked up and boxed together. But this dude's lab, they go into a shipping container, obviously level one, so a shipping container on the ground, and there's a couple stacked on top, and there's nothing in it. And then a door in the back opens and they go through that door and they go up steps and then they go into this other room. And there's this huge lab. So these shipping containers are carved out. And the only thing I can think of is what a shame it would be if the guy running the docks drops his crane on the wrong shipping container to lift up. Yeah. Oops. Just oh, jacked your you lab. Fall you see apart. pieces of lab. But it was really cool what they did when they no, went through the secret door and they oh, go yeah. out in there. That was awesome. And then boom. It was a solid episode. Um, you know, we, we won't do a whole lot of spoilers in it, but, um, you know, Sharon being in it, um, them getting together, finding out about the power broker. So going, a lot of this has deals directly into from the comic books. So I've got if things are a little bit different, but at least you're, you're getting some of the really cool things that we enjoy right. in the comics. And then uh, episode uh, two comes along. Well, wait, one of the things in this episode. Oh, so we were talking before the show, and I have a couple questions about the super soldier serum. One thing is in the lab, you know, they're inter- Sam, Zemo, and um, Bucky are interrogating the doctor. This is the dude. This is the guy, supposedly, that was able to recombobulate, remake the super soldier serum. 
and Zemo has such a hard one against this stuff, he kills the guy. And you're just like, seriously, dude? You know, back back in the 40s, Erskine gets killed. Yep. You know, then Arnon Zola and those guys try to redo something because Bucky obviously got juiced with it. And then it's gone. And then this guy comes along. I think it was fantastic. It was exactly what. And, so, but the issue is Zemo. I pronounce it Zemo. I like so Zemo. I, I know you do. I'm going to pronounce it Zemo. Yeah. So Baron Zemo comes put in. Put his mask and, on. And he did. That, he put his mask on. And, but he hates the super serum soldier formula so much. I almost didn't get it out there. That, you know, you knew. He wasn't going to tell you. Oh, he was going to find a way to off him. You knew he was going to kill the guy. That's why it wasn't a surprise because you're like, he's, I mean, it. He it, did a good job. You knew he was going to do it. And the yes. way they did it was cool. So it didn't just, it, it, it wasn't a bad thing. But the thing, the issue I have with is they haven't explained it. Hopefully at some point they will. Because until they do, my issue is, and, and maybe I've missed this, I, from what I gather, they're almost playing it like this is it. This is the same shit Steve Rogers took, but it's not because Steve Rogers went from skinny, short dork to muscle bound Captain America. Whereas Bucky didn't change. None of the flag smasher people changed that we know of. That we, granted, know of. we don't know what they looked like before, but, but they're a, not big now. But the, exactly. I have a hard time believing that the girl, uh, the main, the main girl character, I'm shitty with names. Everybody knows this took the serum and that's it. So basically everybody after Steve that's taking the serum is getting enhanced abilities in, in regards to strength and and agility and things like that, but they're not getting buff yeah. in any way. There's no way, so, like you said, the main girl, Carly, Carly, you know, she she's not buff. I mean, no. she's she's good size, but it doesn't look like pure muscle either. No. So, I mean, to me... The original Super Serum Soldier formula came out, and they basically said, if you go back to the original Captain America movie, First Avenger, he makes the comment about how it takes what's inside and enhances it. All right? So nobody else has taken it. It's good enough inside to enhance their physical Well, being. you know, and but that one, the original version, it did. It made him bigger. Now, they've never been able to recreate the exact same formula. So they talk about this as a recreation, but it could be a new version. And it I mean, may give you the ability. Obviously, that's what I'm going with. I'm right. going with whatever version Zola, because it was Zola that created the one for Bucky. Yeah. Whatever version he created wasn't exact. Say it was like 80% of what Steve got. Yeah. And that's why Bucky still looks the size of Bucky. And basically, this guy was working off of the Zola version, right. not the original version. And besides, and Bucky looks a little smaller than he did oh, Bucky, in the movie. Sebastian Stan needs to hit the weight room again. Sam's more jacked than he is. I know. I um, know. Kind of funny. But anyhow, so that was my one thing with the serum. Moving on to last week's episode. You know, we finally get to the point where, you know, we know that there's more vials out there and they need to track them down. And, you know, they do a good, you know, Sam wants to basically talk to Carly one-on-one um, -on -one because of his training with helping people with PTSD. 
So he wants to use that to talk to her and try to break, make it have a breakthrough with her. And, you know, it looks like it's actually going pretty well. But once again, John Walker's like, don't, I'm giving you 10 minutes. And this I, is, I can't wait. This And this is an issue I had with it. Bucky, basically Sam and Bucky are, are like, give him 10 minutes. And Walker's like, fine, you got 10 minutes. So Sam goes in there. It hasn't been 10 minutes. And, you know, Walker's like, that's it. I'm going in. And Bucky's like, tr- puts his arm out like, nope. And then I was like, give me a break. You're not even, he's not enhanced at Bucky. You could literally stop him yes. and the other dude from going in. Yeah. No problem. But what works? Walker's like, do you really want your partner in there alone? Not knowing what could be happening to him. So then instead of Bucky going, great, I'll go take care of it. He's right. like, okay, you got it. Go ahead. And then Walker and, walks and walk. in. You're under arrest. And I'm like, dude. And the shit hits the fan. Dude, so he's a crackpot in the first place. And, you know, they built him up to be this uh, soldier, this hero soldier. And he maybe was, but we all know that he's, it, it's all about me. And Battlestar is all oh. about me. And that's why when they were asking him, would you, because after he's got the formula and nobody knows it, he asked Battlestar, would you take the formula? And he's like, hell yeah, I'd take oh, the yeah. formula. And oh, yeah. I was like, yeah, because they're not interested in doing what's right. They're interested well, in me, me, me. And there's, there's, the, there's the lines from First Avenger where um, Erskine's talking to Steve Rogers like the night before or at some point before. And he tells him, he goes, you're a good man. Yeah, You know, it's not that you're a good soldier, you're a good man, where you look at Walker, and John Walker is a good soldier. Yes. You know, he follows marching orders, does what he's told to a T, whereas Cap, you know, look at Civil War and stuff, just bucks the system. You yeah. know, he wants to do what he feels is right. Right. So, no yeah, I mean, consequence. and you look at the comic, and Johnny Walker's more self-centered and all that. So, yeah, so, you know, when when he finally shows back up, and he does come through the door, and it was kind of cool because they kind of mirrored First Avenger when Cat first showed up with the shield, shooting a gun with the Howling Commandos behind him. You know, Walker burst through a door with Battlestar, Battlestar, right? Yep, Battlestar, and he's got the shield up, shooting a gun. But then he throws the shield, and it just lodges in the concrete. And I looked at my daughter, and I go, I knew it. He took it. And I love that they didn't show him take it. And she's like, how do you know he took it? And I'm like, because he just threw the shield hard enough to stick into a concrete wall, which Captain America did in the movies, but he did it on purpose. He didn't misjudge, which this was a complete misjudgment. Right. Which means he's losing it. He's not in full control. And when he's walking, well, you see him twitching. He's twitching. But he's I, like, I also think, I think a part, I think when it comes to the shield, a part of it comes down to the skill as well. And I just don't think he has the time put in with the shield. Well, but they did show in the early episodes him throwing it, bouncing it off, oh, all these yeah, ones. They're, they're trying to show that he is fully, fully, yeah. fully, fully, fully Well, skilled. then during the fight, so basically he burst in, and now he's fighting super soldiers, you know, the, the flag smashers alongside Bucky and Sam, who are, you know, Sam suited up now so he can use his wings to help fight. But, and then Bucky's doing some cool knife stuff like he did. You know, they had nice throwbacks to, like, Winter Soldier um, in, in this episode as well. 
with Bucky and his arm and stuff. Oop, wrong one. His arm and stuff. Um, it, it was over. I mean, each episode gets better. I obviously love this show more than WandaVision because of the action and because I'm a huge cat fan. Um, but, you know, the moment comes, and this was a shocking moment. We said we'd spoil some stuff. During the fight, it was Carly that basically threw Battle Smasher into that pillar, right? Wasn't it Carly that did it, or was it another guy? No, it was. It was It was Carly. Um, she was masked up, and they were fighting, and she's like, and you just see him flying right into the pillar, snap. Concrete, the head goes back. He hits the cracks. concrete pillar, and he slumps down. And I was like, holy shit, they killed Battlestar. Like, I, I did not. I mean, it's good because you got to have that snapping point yeah. for, for Walker to really lose his shit. Yep. So him and just it, getting it, his ass kicked wouldn't be it. So killing, I felt bad for the actor too. Cause I'm like, dude, that good role, but you're dead. Yeah. In the comic um, books, it was his parents. Right. That's what was the snapping point. So, you know, like I said, they don't hold true to the comics, but they are close they enough. Where, where, exactly. And I, and I'm, I'm fine with the, what, what they're doing because Lamar was his really good friend okay. and really his best friend. They've been through all this stuff together. And oh, yeah. what would make him snap like that? Yes, his parents would be like in the comics, but we don't know that and we don't have enough time to dwell into that. So it makes perfect sense that they used his best friend and, and battled buddy. Yep. So so at that point, Walker just loses his crap. Wait, was it her or was it the guy? Because he went after the guy. Oh, it's probably because the girl got away, if I remember right. Yeah. Okay, so then basically... Walker just loses it. You actually, this is cool too. You see blood running down from Walker's mask. Yeah. So you're like, ooh. Um, so Walker loses it, chases uh, basically the second in command, I guess you could say, of Flag Smashers, this guy out into the open where there's a crowd of people. And just like in Civil War where uh, Cat took his shield and brought it down onto on to Iron Man, on to Tony in the last fight scene to crack his little arc reactor thing, you know, Cap had to restrain to do that and not lose it and totally kill Tony because he's a good man. Not Johnny Walker. Yep. He just took that shield and smash Johnny smash. And everybody's sitting there with their phones, sitting there recording oh it. And they're doing it. Well, the title like, episode was The World is Watching. Right. And, right? and that was just awesome how they did it because it was like everybody's watching. So they're filming it and uh, it's going out there. And then the final scene where he's standing there and they pan down. You see Johnny. They come down to a shield. They get to the bottom of the shield and it's full of blood. And you're oh like, my oh, my God. Because in all the stuff that well, we've seen, he, Captain America, and all the movies, show whatever, he's never had that on his shield. So it's the first time real blood has shown up in my mind. And yeah. we, you can look at uh, a comment if, if I'm wrong. I don't ever remember there being blood on it. So it's the first time that Captain America's shield has blood on it. Yeah, and it was, um, well, you know, the funny thing about, oh, never mind. That, well, just rewind. I thought of something and I realized what I was thinking was kind of cuckoo, whatever. I fixed the mistake in my head because I'm a human computer. Oh, the thought. other thing was Io shows up uh, from Wakanda. Oh, and yeah. there is an absolutely fantastic fight scene and they're there and it was well, done all very well. The, uh, 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 Dora Milaje show up. A bunch of them show up and the fight scene is fantastic. 
And this is before Johnny uh, takes the serum. And, you know, the fight scene is between uh, the, the Dora Milaje and uh, uh, Battlestar, Johnny Walker, uh, Bucky's fighting, Sam's fighting, and Zemo's just sneaking off. Zemo and they the girls and, and the girls butt. just kick ass and you can tell really if you know when the fight's over Johnny's just like and they weren't even super soldiers they weren't even enhanced and he they weren't was even like, enhanced he's like I just got my ass kicked by a bunch of ladies with with pointy sticks with pointy which sticks. of course pissed the girls off but my favorite part was when Bucky got in there and all of a sudden she walked up and she walked up to his arm and she's like. And his no, arm just falls and off. falls off. Did you know they could do that? Nope. <laughs> it was great. It absolutely made sense. And then the special effects, you know, it was all in purple, which relates back to Shuri. Yeah. The, again, this show ties you know, every, in so well this, this with, just, with the movies. This just once again. Well, so did WandaVision. And it, it just did. it just once again shows this this huge map that you imagine. You 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 almost imagine a wall that is this huge wall with like post-it notes all over it of the Marvel writers and producers tying all this crap together. And and look, when they did when they were filming, you know, Endgame, was this show even in the works? I have no idea. But let's say it wasn't. Just the fact that it wasn't. And then when they said, okay, let's do the, you know, the Falcon Winter Soldier uh, show, okay, let's bring back these aspects and this aspect and tie this in. And they're just pulling all this stuff. Marvel just has their shit together so well, whereas DC is like a, 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 a ship with holes in it, leaking water, and they're just trying to plug holes to make everything make sense. Right. You know, and even though the Snyder Cut did bring the other movies in and make more sense, it's still not as cohesive by any means as what Marvel's doing. Right, but but even this show's doing a better job than WandaVision because now they interviewed the writer and stuff for WandaVision, and they were they admitted in an interview probably about a week or two ago, I think it's when I was on vacation, and they were like, We heard all the stuff about Mephisto and this, and we're like we didn't even know who Mephisto was. We're like, what? So all of us fans came up with all of these theories oh, right. that we talked about in our show and everybody else did. Everybody had their own thing. And the writer had no clue what any of this wound up being. And that actually made me a little sad to hear. Yeah. Not because that they particularly don't know, but the staff needs to know the history of the comics that, that are well, working on it. I, I think if, because like, look, they brought in Agatha. WandaVision, yeah, right? So obviously it wasn't just as simple as going, it, it wasn't just the, the writers for WandaVision being told, yeah, just tie stuff into the movies. Oh, you don't have to look at any comics. So they obviously did look at comics and stuff, but if they never wanted to kind of go that route, or if they already had kind of, you know, if they knew where they were going using Agatha and stuff and yeah. how to tie it into Doctor Strange, then why know about Mephisto, I guess? Yeah. I mean, you know, they're not, it'd be cool if they were entrenched comic nerds that were writing the stuff, Yep. you know, but you know, they're not, but they're doing a fantastic job regardless. Um, 
have you seen, I know this is a little off topic, but have you seen the Loki trailer? Uh, yeah. I mean that. Yeah. Because right, I was like, where are they going to do with Loki? And I'll be honest, Loki is even farther down on my list. Like if I was going to play place these shows in order before seeing them, it would be Falcon Winter Soldier, WandaVision, Loki for me. Because I'm just Loki. Eh. Yeah. But now I've seen the trailer and it all ties into what happened to him in Endgame yeah. in that scene in New York when he takes the, the Tesseract yep. and blinks out and they bring in the time bureau, time science, whatever it's called in the comics. They bring in that aspect of the Marvel Universe and you're just like, oh, that's that's awesome. And Owen Will is it Owen Wilson that's is it Owen or Luke Wilson? It's one of the Wilson brothers that's in, you know, plays one of the major roles in the show. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, don't anyhow, it's, you know, so now I'm really excited for that. And I also heard that they started filming She-Hulk this week. Oh, and that that's going to be an interesting one, She-Hulk, um, because it's going to be more like a stand-up comedy. So yeah, but they say that. Well, but, what are you saying that they're, they're going to try, but they're not funny? No, 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 no. What I'm saying is, one, I think what you meant to say, it's going to be more like a sitcom, not a stand-up comedy. Because um, stand-up comedy is oh, yeah. way different than it, sitcom. It is. But, so if they take the sitcom route, I mean, I don't mind that aspect to it. Because, I mean, what what would you call WandaVision? Because WandaVision is different from it what It was a parody of sitcoms that, at the beginning. In, in the beginning. But then you look at... You look at this Falcon Winter Soldier, and to me, this has more of a vibe, if I was going to relate it to a movie, of the Winter Soldier movie. Oh, it absolutely does. Matter of fact, espionage and stuff like that. If if you want to see, they want to go watch the Winter Soldier movie. As you're tying in, because if you're trying to remember Zemo and Bartok, because they all make their appearances, you know, remember they were in the movies. The movies were really good, and you know, it, it does fill in some of the gaps if it's been a while. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. So, you know, I don't mind them trying to go a sitcom route with She-Hulk because as long as it has action in it. Right. And as long as it's a good story, it doesn't bother me if they want to throw in, you know, some humor. I mean, every Marvel thing has some humor in it. If they just want to jack the humor level up some. I'm good with it. You know, pump it up as long as it's good. As long as it's good. And I love the actress that's playing. And the what if. You know, oh, I, what if. and yeah, I know you aren't a big fan of the uh, of yeah. the animated stuff, but but it looks I really think good. It looks great. Well, yeah, it looks. It so looks really I'm, I'm crossing my fingers that they're really good stories. All right, so what we're going to end with, we're going to end with a new movie trailer. Well, two things. First, the movie trailer, and then um, I want to make sure I get the right screen up before I share it. Yeah, let me full screen that sucker. So coming to Netflix in May is Army of the Dead by Zack Snyder. So we thought, you know what? We'll share the movie trailer with you guys. So uh, here it is. Mr. Ward, how would you like to make $50 million on Warm Summer's Eve? I'll love that song. Right. It's Kenny Rogers. Kenny Rogers. I love Kenny Rogers. Sure. So we did tell that was the start. Nope. You got to see what's Nope. I'm seeing this for the first time. He said, son, I'm real life. 
theater and spend 10 bucks to see it but on netflix oh yeah yeah i'll pop some popcorn for that oh dude if that hits theaters we're going to the theater well it's true <laughs> I, I know especially if we're going to reboot gotta see it on a big screen but dude zombie tiger and an actor i love that actor in fact and i don't care if i spoil this he's 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 in fear of the walking dead and um they killed him this past week Oh, the see, season I'm, premiere. I, I the, stopped watching. The season premiere of Fear the Walking Dead was this past Sunday, and they killed him off. And I was really, I loved this. Character. And that's why, because he went into a new one. That's right. Um, but well, it looks great. You've got zombies that, uh, I guess, for lack of a better word, can actually think and communicate with each other, um, and plan. Obviously, they can't figure out how to get out of Las Vegas. That's just boxed in with those shipping crates. Yep. Um, I think it looks great. I'm a sucker for those movies. Yeah. So Tig Notaro, I saw she was in it, and um, Tig's interesting. She's a an interesting actress. I know her from uh, recently. She's been on on Star Trek to Discovery, which mm -hmm. isn't one of my favorite uh, shows, but you know she kind of plays a straight humor type person in it. Uh, so yeah, that was good to see her in it. Cool. And then we're also going to. Talk about a little Sly Stallone action. Nothing major, but it looks like leftist meltdown after Sylvester Stallone join, joins Trump's Mar-a-Lago club. Oh, for the love of God. Can people just 
unbunch their panties for a little bit. And that goes for the men as well that are upset over this. Because if you're a man and this upsets you, you're definitely wearing panties. Um, who gives a shit? He's a great actor. He's de- well, okay, maybe not great, but he's an, like act- he's an actor whose movies I will go see. He has so many accomplishments under his belt. He did Rocky. That was like his first big outing. Wrote it, directed it. That thing got nominated for Oscars. Um, he built that franchise, built the Rambo franchise. Expendables. And Expendables. Great movies. I know. I so want to see another one where they bring in The Rock and Batista and John Cena and like all the new in, guys. Any of the guys that will work with each other, they just need to bring them in and do uh, another one. But it's just ridiculous. So what? He's friends with Trump. Big effing deal. And you got this person going, not watching any more movies with Stallone in them. I thought his plastic surgery left him pretty hideous. Looking just hateful. But buddying up with Trump, that's a real low. No, you're just a garbage person. That, that's just, it, it's, anyway. How disappointing. No more Sylvester Stallone movies. No more references to Rocky. So literally, we're going to cancel somebody who goes golfing at a course that's owned by somebody that you particularly don't like. Is that really where we've come to? It is. Seriously, but, grow up, people. This is a great one. Muscles and no brains figures. You're an idiot. No brains. That guy makes more money that guy, because he is so smart. Exactly. Smart businessman, smart man all the, around. The only couple of things that I could say that Sylvester Stallone that maybe made a couple of hiccups on over his career, stop or my mom will shoot. And over the top. <laughs> yeah, no, no, you're right. <laughs> really? Those is you know another great one? And correct me if I'm wrong. God, I hope I'm not wrong. So I'm not, if I'm wrong on this movie, people are going to be like, you said you're still on Tango and Cash. Oh, that movie's awesome. awesome. Kurt Russell Dude, is oh, Tango and Cash. There, that needs to be a, they need a sequel to that. Just bringing them back in their old age and stuff, what they're doing. This one kills me. I love when people bring up a person that's worked on certain characters like they know the characters better than the person going Rocky and Rambo would not approve. Uh, I got to tell you, I think Rambo would approve and I think Rocky would too. So I think you're just an idiot. Rocky think, would be like, hey, do, do what you're going to do. Uh, I don't care. Exactly. That, that's what Rocky would say. Come on. Exactly. It's just a bunch of, just a bunch of baby BS. Once again, nobody gives a shit about your opinion. We don't care. Oh, no. Like Sylvester Sloan's reading your tweets going, that's it. Oh, I'm selling that house I just bought. I want a refund on my membership. You people don't have that much power. Get over yourself. This is what kills me. These people on Twitter, how much power do you think you have? Yeah. Somebody's reading your tweet. What, your 10 followers, 20 followers are like, yeah. Who? You don't have that much power. You know, here's the problem. We, the people, the ones that actually go and spend money at his movies and buy his toys and buy his comics, whatever the case may be, we're the ones with the actual power because we we support him. I don't care what his politics are. I don't care who he's friends with. You know, there are people that I agree with. There are people I don't agree with. But damn it, if they put out good stuff, things that I enjoy, 
I'm going to support him. I don't care about that guy. I'm a big uh, Bruce Springsteen fan. I don't really agree with him on much. But you know what? I still got the best of. I still listen to him. Whatever. All right. We're going to end on a high note. And the high note is, Dennis knows what it is because he can see the screen. The high note is, first man, my campaign, my graphic novel. It is in demand. In demand means you buy it today. I ship it out tomorrow. I've got all the books in-house. They're shipping out on a daily basis as the orders come in. All the backers have been fulfilled. It's a 64-page superhero fun, action-filled graphic novel. If you like superhero comics of the Silver Age, no BS, no social crap, just fun superhero stuff, you will love this book. The reviews I've been getting are really outstanding. So please back us, indie creators. It's because of you guys that we can do this stuff. I'm working on volume two right now. So give it a look. The link is below in the description of this video. And speaking of this video, please hit the like, please hit the like button, smash it. Uh, hit the subscribe button, hit the notification bell so you know when we go live, which will hopefully be over the weekend from South Carolina Comic Con. Uh, you'll see both of us. Dennis or I walking around the show floor looking at stuff. So if you can't make the con, you can experience it through us. Yep. Good. And then you Full can service. always follow us on Facebook. Um, and if you just like mowing the lawn and listening to us, if you're not going to do it on YouTube, we are on uh, audio platforms and stuff. So we're iTunes. on SoundCloud, iTunes. Yeah. So you so, get us there. Yep. So, so join us. Thank you for joining us, and we will catch you guys over the weekend. Next week, just a little tease, our interview show is going to be Wednesday, not Monday, and our guest is going to be Freddie Williams II of Batman Ninja Turtles fame in his new book, The Bequest. Yeah. So join us Wednesday for that and over the weekend, and we'll talk to you guys later. Bye, everybody. Bye, everybody.